Welcome back to the podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, beloved, we're going to read an article. It was a situation that happened in Chicago with a 14-year-old and his mom at a, a hot dog spot that um we're just going to read an article. And then we're going to have a conversation about the village, the neighborhood, the community, right? It's a shooting involved to keep everything in short before I even read the article. And a 32-year-old man life was taken, right? Unfortunately, we live in an internet world, so the shooting is on the internet. In fact, um, the shooting is on the Twitter, right? The shooting is also on the Facebook. We can use these horrible moments as a teachable moment, right? Here on Real Black Content Forum Podcast, beloved, we stand on the position that all black men need to avoid each other like the plague especially if you're between the ages of 15 going all the way up to 29 you should avoid each other like the plague um we understand that poverty breeds a bondness right so it's like um if you hang around suburban kids many of their friends they meet all from school and or work, right? When you're dealing with the inner city, your friends is pretty much picked by proximity. You just, y'all live in the same neighborhood together. That is a, a big difference than meeting somebody at school. Like you're meeting somebody on a progressive way. You meet a partner at the job. So you're meeting somebody on a progressive way. When you meet somebody in the neighborhood, you're just there. Your mama pay rent there. You live with your mom. The entire village is full of single parents. So this is just your situation. And you meet your buddies that also are single parents. The troublesome thing about the video is that the brother went off so fast, man. He lost his life in a bit of a rage. But he went off so fast, it looked like. Like he didn't even, you know... But before I get too ahead of myself, let's read the article. Then we come back. We talk about it. The video, again, is a teachable moment. And the thing about videos exhibiting violence, shootings and stabbings is that we know in the future people have to go to court. So that's one thing. Right. We also know that um, a life was taken. And the person, the 32 year old man who lost his life, he got a mom. You may have sisters, brothers, nieces, and nephews, children. So it's a difficult thing, right? There's a video that I had on the page that I had to remove because even though the situation happened years and years ago, the young man, children, they have age now and they can surf the net. And I didn't want to show because somebody reached out to me and said, V, we need you to pour something down because the kids is getting older and we don't want them to see how their father lost the last seconds of his life because this is the kind of 
we living in the cyber world now. Everything is on camera. Everything is on the phone. You know, everything is on the restaurant camera. Uh, you know, it's just it's what it is. It's a police state, right? We on uh, WGN. And um, beloved, I put the link there. And the headline reads that mother instructed 14-year-old son to shoot kill a man at a hot dog stand. Court documents alleged. And this is all in the city of Chicago, right? The Windy City. A woman and her 14-year-old son have been charged following a fatal shooting at a hot dog stand Saturday where she allegedly instructed her son to shoot and kill a man. Carlicia Hood, who has a valid FOID and CCL holder, is facing a felony count of murder and another count of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. This is her son. A 14-year-old son is facing a felony count of murder. Um, then it kind of shows something about the Indiana man, but we're going to skip down just a little bit. It's just the location at this point. 700 block of West uh, 111th Street. Let's go down a little bit, though. According to the court documents, Hood entered Maxwell Street Express to get food while her son waited in the car outside. Shortly after the 32-year-old man entered the restaurant, an argument ensued between Hood and him. Court documents state, Hood allegedly was texting her son from the store, signaling him he entered the restaurant during the argument. The argument quickly turned physical when the man punched Hood in the head multiple times then the document state Hood's son displayed a firearm and fired shots at the man. He sustained a gunshot wound to the back. Documents state that there was a witness laughing and encouraging the incident. The man then fled, this is the guy that had been shot, fled the restaurant where the 14-year-old boy proceeded to follow him and fired more shots. The man sustained two gunshot wounds to the back and was pronounced dead shortly after. Hood, this is the mother, then diverged her attention to the witness where she instructed her son to shoot them. Court documents alleged. So we're guessing, right? We, you know, we wasn't there. But we're guessing now Hood is telling son, shoot the people that was encouraging everything to go on the uh the instigators i'm guessing right but i wasn't there we're just having a conversation court documents stated hood attempted to take the gun from the young boy but he pushed her off the pair then entered the vehicle and fled the scene um they turned themselves into law enforcement and of course they was arrested and now here we are today talking about the shooting right the video is a tragedy um Everything took place at a restaurant, right? Beloved, you know, um, I love Chicago, right? Uh, we had a setup in which we would visit Chicago every Thanksgiving. That was our thing coming up, you know what I'm saying? We kind of would rotate a little bit because my aunties and my uncles and cousins, you know, um, 
they're from Chicago. My grandfather's from Chicago. So we would rotate. You know, my family would come to the D for one Thanksgiving, then the next Thanksgiving we'd go there. But they had something called uh the taste that it just took everybody from Detroit. <laughs> everybody ran to Chicago for the taste. Cause it was like it's the thing to do. It's only like three hours away. Right? So the city of Detroit is uh is in an interesting spot because we're like three hours away from Chicago. We're like uh like four and some change from Cleveland. We're not that far from Cincinnati, and we only like three hours and change from Buffalo. Now, if we come all the way around to get to Buffalo, that might be like six or seven hours. But if you cut through Canada, it just takes like three hours and change. You know what I mean? So we had a very interesting spot in America. That video, though, of the shooting, it's going to be like I can see it already um, because... See, it's two different things that nobody never talks about, right? It's the person that gets shot, that lose their life in violence, and then their family is impacted. But beloved, the shooter's life is impacted also because somebody has to go to jail. So in this situation at a restaurant, at a hot dog stand, Three people lives were taken and so many other lives and families have been impacted because the people that was there on the scene gonna need therapy, man. You see a 14-year-old come up in the scene and pull that ratchet out and make something happen. And I can tell little man wasn't scared because when dude ran out, they said little man ran behind and ran him down. They hit him again and put him all the way down. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, mama tried to get the ratchet from him. She was like, no, this is me. Because when you're young, beloved, that adrenaline is gone. You're from the neighborhood. When you get that pistol in your hand, it's a sense of it's a sense of power. You feel you can feel it come over you. Oddly enough, though. As soon as the law come and they arrest you. Ain't no guns in juvie. You're 15 years old. Ain't no guns in prison. And then on top of that, everybody in situation lives underneath the classification of black. So if little Tommy mom was being assaulted by Jamal or Jamarcus and little Tommy shot in the defense of his mom, Becky or Misty or Heather or Joanne, they'd be at home because see, they look at that one way. But because the mom is named Carlicia Hood, everybody is facing felony counts, this murder, contributing to the delinquency of a minor. It's what it is at this point. We got to learn, beloved, to avoid each other like the plague. Everybody that witnessed it needs some counseling. The 14-year-old need counseling. Mom needed. Man, he got a body on him. We come from the type of community, though, that if they make it out the situation, they probably will, because it depends on who the DA is. And when you see a 32-year-old man strike a female just for some words, you're like, damn, that shit set you off like that? Like, I, a stranger can't set me off like that. But what I have learned is, see, many of our people deep in the neighborhood, they're already on the edge already. 
you, you see what I'm saying? Like when you live a, a decent quality of life, it kind of takes a minute to somebody upset you. You know, I'm always weary of people that get hot so instantly. Like they can get upset so fast, like instant attitude, right? Just add, just add water. They got an instant attitude. I'm always weary of people that's able to do that because they're just, they're sitting on the line, right? As the old folks say, they sitting on ready. So it's like they're always in this kind of like war stage, this attack violence stage that it just doesn't take them much to send them off. But more peaceable people, it takes a little while. More disciplined people, it takes a little while. And we don't want to see young men, 25, 30, 35 years old, lose their life because they can't keep their hand to themselves. You know, you look at the video, the woman, no matter how much a female is shouting, I mean... It's not your responsibility as a man that, well, I'm going to shut you up and this is the way I'm going to physically put my hands on you and shut you up. Beloved, I can shut you up by getting away from you. It doesn't, it shouldn't take a little man to come in with a gun and shoot you in the back for you to run out the restaurant now. And then, you know, all of a sudden you can get away from the situation. But before you're going to stand there, argue, yell and punch. I'm not accusing the young man of anything. He's 32, but goddamn, beloved. We got to keep our hands to ourselves. But we're going to stand up tall. We're going to punch a woman. I just, it's an unfortunate way to lose your life, man. I don't know, but I, I can't, uh, you know, and it's going to be honest. Beloved, I don't know any 14 year old that I came up and grew around where that situation is going to be different because it's all going to end the same way. What do you think is going to happen? You punching on dude mom. What you think he finna do? I don't know what's going on in the city of Chicago where they you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, our people got to, do we got to get out the goddamn inner cities now? You, I don't know, beloved, but it's just, it's trauma. It's a lot of pain surrounding this situation. And like the point I was going to make earlier, you know, it's going to impact the family of that 32-year-old man that he's gone. Right, we don't know if he got kids. His baby mama's gonna be impacted, and our wife, um, you know, he's somebody nephew, grandson, etc. Right. But on the other side of that, because beloved, I had to live. Oh no, I had, I not had to. I've been living on the other side, where you have a family member. And a close friend that go to the penitentiary. And now it's like everybody lost. Because it takes a ton of money to fund our people as they go into slavery underneath the 13th Amendment now. It takes a lot of it's resources now. You okay because you still got the, the loved one that's alive. But to be in that concrete grave is a different thing. The sister is there. She's a mother. She may have a job. She's somebody's daughter, granddaughter. You know, God damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, little sister, bigger sister, I don't know. Now she's in the can and now the son is in juvie and everybody is impacted. Now... Rent is due in a couple of weeks. 
which everybody's locked up. The family of the deceased, unfortunately, they get through that funeral. They're going to miss their loved one. But this, they're not going to have a reoccurring expense. But they may, if his children are still here. But if he's married, depending on the state, you may can get Social Security. You may not. But young man, don't lose your life over putting your hand on somebody. We got to learn how to keep our hands to ourselves, especially a 32-year-old man. 32-year-old man, let the queen have it. Whatever she say, baby, you got it. Like, he looked like he was so agitated in the video. Like, just say one more thing. Like, say one more thing. If you're so agitated, just go away, bro. Just walk in the car. Just go away. It's like we cannot, we do not act like the planet is big as it is. It, it's just like... But that's grown man shit. When you get in an altercation with somebody like, beloved, you just go your way, I go mine. The, the planet is too big. We don't have to put our hands on each other. We don't have to hurt each other. The planet is too big for that. We don't know each other. We're strangers. I see you at the Coney Island. I see you at Harold's. I see you at Leon's. I see you at Steve's Soul Food. Whatever spot is in the neighborhood from Detroit to Chicago. Come on. What are we doing, beloved? I mean, golly. I hate to see a man lose his life that way. The son, unfortunately, if we're going to keep it all the way a buck, the son was on point. You can't put your hands on big mama or mama. Man, that shit ain't going to go down like that, bro. You got to keep your hands to yourself. I'm talking about he straight up punching like, yo, for real. Damn, we doing that at 32 years old in the neighborhood? I was told you got to watch out for the young jits, like the teenagers and shit like that. We got to look out for good grown men. The good grown men can't keep their hands to themselves. Man, bro, I, I don't know, man. It, it's this is a sad situation, bro. And it's something going on, man. I just like it's a fourteen-year-old in Chicago, right? Going through juvie and everything like that. I hope they don't try the young man as an adult. But that's one fourteen-year-old here in the city of Detroit, right? Same week, same week, same thing going on. We just recently lost another fourteen-year-old that. You know, his life was impacted. It looks like him and his mom, they may have been like almost had nowhere to stay. They move in with a friend. This is on the east side of Detroit. One of the 16-year-olds is trying to become famous. He's he's love rapping, so they're making a rap video. And they have a gun in the video. The gun is loaded. The gun goes off. The 14-year-old get hit. They upstairs. They move little man downstairs. He passes away. Because they didn't know. When somebody get hit, you don't move them. You know what I mean? You can make it worse by it. You know what I mean? But they didn't know. They're just children. Um, this is the importance of fathers being present. This is the importance of being married. If a husband is on the scene at that restaurant... And the wife is on the scene at that restaurant and the husband is getting hot. The 32-year-old man, the wife is saying, baby, they ain't about all that. Let's go. We ain't finna do all that, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's just go. And then the husband gonna stand in the honor for his wife. Like, hey, man, calm down, man. Just not the third, you know. And then the wives can calm it down and didn't leave. Everybody was so emotional. It was like a high level of feminine energy in the video. Beloved, you got to go to Twitter. You got to see the video. It's weird, man. It's like they got set off so fast. Like you're going to pick up some food. Like damn. We doing that. 
we had something very similar at the Coney Island, West Side Detroit. Young dude go up in there. It's two or three guys in there. They get to talking, passing some words. Buddy shot all three of them right there on the scene. Like it didn't take him no time to up the strap and just get the butt. It took him no time. I'm like, damn, we walk around on the edge like that. This is why, man, we need wives. We need to put the family unit together because when you got something to live for, you don't trip over no bullshit. You a family man like, man, I'm going to the crib and I ain't got no time for that. Now you got to just kind of change it up a little bit. Do some DoorDash. You know, I ain't went to the hood boogie to get something to eat in a minute. You know, I'm like, bro, I'll be at the goddamn... <laughs> man, I'll be at the waterfronts and shit eating. Like, bro, I don't even do no... You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even do that no more. I don't... I just don't do it no more. I'm a, I'm a scenery guy. 32 years old. Man, I ain't finna go down to the hood booger and get shit. Black people don't own nothing in the inner city no more. It ain't like you support your own. When you eat in a restaurant in the inner city, it's not like you're supporting your own. Black folks don't even own that shit. But I can guarantee you this, beloved. You know, if that was a Mr. Uh, Mr. Jacobs, a Mr. Williams, a Mr. Smith's rib shack, Mr. Smith probably would have came out and said, hey, man, y'all relax. Y'all chill out. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you go in these foreign spots, man, y'all get the clowner. They don't give a damn what y'all got going on. And I'm not sure if this hot dog restaurant is foreign-owned or not, but if it's the city of Chicago, it probably is. Because Chicago is like Indianapolis, and Indianapolis is like Milwaukee, and Milwaukee is like Detroit, Detroit is like goddamn Cleveland, and Cleveland is like Cincinnati, and all this shit in the Midwest is the same thing. It's all the same thing. St. Louis, Gary, it's all the same thing. I don't know, man. This is a sad story. 14 years old. God damn, bro. Juvie for a body. Then was even an injury to insult. We come from a community. Little man going to have a reputation now. Oh, man. You know, little June got a body, boy. He put some down. His hand wasn't shaking, but he pulled that strap out because I'm from that environment. And when somebody up the strap, the first thing you look at is their hand. You don't look at the pistol. You look at their hand to see if their hand is shaking. If their hand ain't shaking, you in trouble. You in trouble. If their hand is shaking, you a little scary. You know, daddy always said, you know, granddad always said, man, you know, you got to be careful. Scared nigga kill you quick too. But a scary person, you can talk, hey man, my fault. You can talk him down off that ledge. He really ain't no killer. He don't want to do it. Don't push him in that corner. But he put, he up that strap and his hands, is, it ain't shaking. Like, oh man. This <laughs> shit. Somebody going to the goddamn grave or the hospital. And maybe both. The 32-year-old man, he caught fire to there. He ran out the store. 14-year-old walking down. Where you going, dog? You ain't going nowhere. You could have ran out before before you even punched my mom's. You could have ran out then. Left everything alone. You didn't. You put your hands on my mom, bro. You gotta keep your hands to yourself. Let's keep our words to ourselves. Black woman, I love you, right? Baby girl, you got to tone that shit down sometime. Sisters, I love you. I'm, I'm not saying, you know, you get your ass whooped is your fault. You know what I'm saying? Um, But what I am saying is, man, sis, some of y'all be talking to these men like y'all men too. You know, men talk to each other very different. 
that's why I said, beloved, if it's a husband there and a wife there, it could have been different because, see, men, we have to speak to each other in a kind of a unique kind of way because there's a level of violence in the air when we talk to each other. Just two men. It can go it can go violent real quick. So we kind of be easy. We don't raise our voice to each other too much. We chill. You know what I'm saying? We keep ourselves calmed down. There is a threat and a level of violence in the air when two black men is speaking to each other, especially black men under 35. 16, 35, it's a heavy presence there. It can it can go down. So we speak to each other in a certain kind of way. Women, they have been so conditioned and almost spoiled by these son husbands that the way that they talk to their children, they're so trained to be in this kind of like authority position that they talk to men the same way. That's how come it's hard for a lot of single black women to get a husband. It's almost easier. Check it out. It's almost easier for a single black woman to have daughters to get a husband than it is for a single black woman with sons to get a husband because it's a certain kind of way she handles her sons. She handles like men already. You know what I'm saying? Like case in point, they sit in the restaurant. It's some friction going on. Mama texts the 14 year old like he's the husband. Like, hey, come up in here. It's some trouble. He came right in there with the strap. Like. That's not something you put on the task or put on the shoulders of your little man. Mama, you feel like something's going wrong. Just leave the spot like, yo, I'm out of here. You can have it, dog. I'm gone. They gonna stand their ground, though, bro. Now, they don't stand their ground when they dealing with crackers now. They in front of the devil. They don't stand their ground. It's hard. It gets tricky when you when the crackers is in there. But when it's your own people in there, it's it's different now. Because we could just don't nigga this, this, nigga that, you know. And that word nigga is so... It's they feel with vigor, and now it's finna go to another way and place, and now somebody's in the grave, and somebody is in the jailhouse. Rena still do next month. So the system is so wild. If they let your baby out, then what? Where's father at? Where you gonna stay? What's going on, man? If he was, come on. What's going to happen now? All this over something that happened. The scene said that it's a hot dog stand. That restaurant, man. I, if I was sitting in there, beloved, I would have said, hey, man, I don't give a shit. I'll pay for both of y'all food. We'll get, how much is the goddamn? What are we talking about? $10, $11 orders and shit? Man, I'll pay, I pay your order and his order. This shit, All this shit be less than $50 when we get up out of here. We cool. So we throw it away our life over some anger for some shit that ain't, we ain't even this ain't even $100 worth of... Come on, dog. We ain't talking about... And beloved, we from the neighborhood. We talk... You don't even put your hands on the woman even if the count is wrong. That's how the players teach you. I don't give a fuck if she mess up the count. You don't put your hands on the woman. So everybody is trained different. I don't know, beloved. I'm just talking, man. Golly. Jeez, man. 32-year-old man lost his life. Along with hundreds other, because this goes on in our community every single day. You almost have to tip your hat to a foreigner for putting the business in the neighborhood in the begin with, because we know that their insurance is higher, the theft rate that you know, the turnover about shit that come up missing is higher. 
and the things they got to deal with to make you a hot dog. You in there getting that poke. <laughs> and they got to deal with this shit to hand you some poke, man. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know where the hell we going to do as black folks, man. God damn, brother. Damn. It's crazy. Peace and black power to your family. Boy, we need some love. Heavy in the neighborhood. Oh, Lord, man. Man, I just... I, oh, man. Yo, I just appreciate you guys. for Look, check this out. I, I'm going to say this. For, hold on, hold on. We ain't going to go anywhere. Hold on. Energy is everything, beloved. Energy is everything. When I go into the store in the neighborhood... The young kids don't know me from nowhere. They don't really speak to each other. They everybody playing gangster. Everybody play tough. Soon as they see me, they say, "What's up, Unc?" It's something about an energy thing they can feel. Man, it's old old school, all right. Cause I'm old school. You know, I got the gray. The beard is gray. The the, the hair is salt and pepper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yo, it's just what it is, right? You throw that word around. This is just me. When I talk to young men, I call him King when I'm speaking to him. What's up, King? They kind of stumble a little bit when you say that. They kind of look around. What's up, nephew? What's up, King? When I see a black woman, what's up, sis? What's happening with you? Oh no, I appreciate that, Auntie. It just changes up the whole dynamic, right? When you go in there, don't what's up, my nigga? It's different. The environment is totally different now. Niggas just kill it. Nigga, you know, niggas shoot each other like niggas shoot niggas is uh, is an American example pie. Cherry pie. But when you go into these establishments, bro, you in the neighborhood and you say, What's up, sis? What's up, bro? Alright, appreciate that, nephew. I I get up what you meant. Peace, King. They look at it as everything is different. Evil communication corrupt good manners. Right? This is what Big Mama say. Big Mama say evil communication can corrupt good manners. Which by mathematics mean that righteous communication can enlighten a person with bad manners put them on a righteous level also it'll tweak their vibration as well right so let's just leave it there how about we do that now peace and black power to your family man beloved thank you guys so much for listening it's a tragic event we can learn you know we can heal we can bounce back we can learn we can just learn from every situation right my story, your story, everybody have a story. Until next time, beloved, it's Big VJ, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace.